0: Summer State Studios Behind the Mask Hockey Shop to present College Hockey West Weekly. Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Desert Toyota of Tucson. No gimmicks, no games, just a great car and a great experience. Find us at DesertToyota.com or at 7150 East 22nd Street in Tucson. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jet's Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jet's Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. Buy M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. By Summer Skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at SummerSkates.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Now at our two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas and the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. And by College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly from the Summer Skeet Studios, presented by Behind the Mask. It's part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein.
1: All right, well, welcome in hockey fans, anywhere that you may be listening to us tonight. It is Tuesday night, which means it's time for College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you today live on remote on uh, Guadalupe and Rural, 6340 South. Rural Road in Tempe, Arizona, um, the Spaghetti Shack, and Paul. You know, you know. I had to have my fit, my uh, fill first, so put a fork in me. I'm done for the night. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York. Paul, how are things?
0: Um, I, I'm not getting fed. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't see where. Uh... I I don't see mine in front of me, or even the 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 packaging after it's emptied in the in, in the garbage can. So I don't know what the heck's going on here. So maybe we uh, where's can, my uh, delivery?
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe we can uh, we can have Joey uh, figure something out to get you something out there on Long Island, or maybe what you need to do is come back to your alumni and uh, maybe join in one time. How about that?
0: I'm working on that. I'm, I'm working on it. You know, June of 2026 is the latest.
1: Ah, I love it. That's retirement time and you'll be a fixture here.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, there's, uh, no question that, uh, uh, I, 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 I long to get back to that side of the country. You know? <laughs> and, um, uh, who knows? all right quit with any babbling. Luck, it'll happen a little earlier but who knows? quit
1: babbling we got things to talk about here okay. because i've got one of the owners here with me um he's going to tell us all about what's going on at the spaghetti shack first of all but we're also going to talk some asu because joey was a little bit of everything he was part of the 942 crew he remembers oceanside he knows where mullet is um he uh was sparky and we'll talk to him about that too so joey before we get going, give me the correct pronunciation of your last name. Uh, my name is Joey Palomares. 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 How about that? Okay. See, I knew if he said it, I'd get it right. <laughs> so that's why we do it. Welcome on to the show. We're glad to have you here. We're glad to be at the Spaghetti Shack. Uh, we're glad to have you as partners. And we got a couple of gifts that we're just going to give away tonight. Paul's come up with some uh, trivia. So if uh, a lot of our people download it if they're not listening to it live. So we'll give them a day to, uh, to listen on the download. And get their, uh, their answer in, but we'll do that in a little bit. Okay. Tell me about ASU. How did you get there? How did you get involved with the 942 crew and how big are they to athletics at ASU? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been a son of my whole life.
2: Um, I've been going to football, um, particularly since I was three years old, I've been a football season ticket holder. Um, I have a newfound love for basketball. That's, that's my main sport. Uh, but you know, we do everything. Um, so I've, I've been to mullet a few times this year. Um, and you know we have football basketball tickets now but yeah it's been it's been since birth thing but to be honest my dad is the one that brought me up he just passed away about a year ago okay. uh, but my dad uh, never graduated from me so that was like my big day I wanted to do for him so I, I graduated in 2020 got my degree so I'm son Da Um and as far as the 942 crew I actually knew I was gonna do it before I got to school <laughs> and there's a really embarrassing video of me like doing a recruitment video um, when I was a senior in high school that the some Can we find people, that on YouTube, by the way, it's, somewhere? It's on Twitter. <laughs> um, but people like to retweet it a lot when I did a little commitment video. But um, no, so yeah, I just always knew I wanted to do it. I did some student section stuff in high school, and I was like, hey, I need to get involved in the 942 crew soon as I got there. So I actually ran our social media for a couple years. Um, years. And I, you know, I did some marketing, things like that. And I ended up um, essentially helped running the organization. and We call it an intern, because I worked for Sunday
1: Athletics as a grad assistant. Nice, nice. Um, you know at Mullet Arena. Um, the 942 crew has their section, if you will, the student section. It's always packed. It's always crazy. Um, your thoughts on what that means to the athletic program? Because the players will tell me. They love it. I mean, they celebrate their wins. They celebrate sweeps uh, with the with the 942 crew. Yeah, so I think it's hilarious because uh, so a lot of people don't
2: realize is that uh, – you know, when I was going to school, um, we actually had to turn students away from going into Oceanside. Um, right. So we actually had to avoid um, really promoting it to students because if we promoted it too hard, we'd be turning kids away from going like off campus. Um, but we, you know, we were able to create a really special atmosphere at Oceanside. And I'm really cool. It's really cool to see that it's transitioned now with this new group of students. And you know, I'm honestly a little jealous that I wasn't there during all that. But oh. but no, if you haven't been to Mullet yet, it absolutely rocks. Um, you know, the student section. I think the coolest thing is when they jump off of the, the first row right when they you know get ready to start the game. Um, so no, it's 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 super important. And you know, as a you know affinity guy, as an environment guy, um, I have not been to very many hockey barns across the country but you know to be able to say that you have one of the most lively one of the most intimate best atmospheres of college hockey out here in the desert it's really really cool so
1: i'm with
0: you all right so i'm gonna ask a question here um as you know uh, my situation was much different i ended up at asu by accident but um as you started I always say that somebody who goes to a hockey game for the first time is going to be hooked. What was the biggest thing that surprised you about the first time you went to a game, Joe?
2: That's it. I'm trying to think of my first time, you know, going to Oceanside. I actually went when I was in high school um, that year that the ACHA team won. Yeah. Not okay. Sure. I did go to a game, and I remember it was a lot different at Oceanside before <laughs> Um, even before when they were the club team, because there wasn't really bleachers anywhere, like on the side where they had the student section. Uh, but I remember standing like five feet back, um, you know, five people back, and just right. trying to peer over people's shoulders at that game. Um, but yeah, it was it was just a great atmosphere, and it's cold; you got to wear
0: a jacket. It's different. <laughs> it, it's,
2: it, it was just something cool, and then you know the the best thing about Oceanside was like it just felt like your neighborhood hockey rink. But you know there was some really ho- good hockey going on on the on the thing, but just on the ice, but just the atmosphere that the students created um, was really really cool and being able to hear the guys talking on the ice because um, you're literally maybe <laughs> 10 feet away from them um, but yeah it was a it was really special um, and, and honestly yeah it, it's great to have mullet but I don't think that ASU hockey is ASU
1: hockey without Oceanside so
0: well, it's not but that's where it
1: all started. Um... Now they're in mullet like we did. But, you know, one of the things I remember, Joey, is uh, when I started covering them, right when, when Greg Powers said they were going to be a NCAA program, I thought, you know what, they need some coverage. So that's why I started the company uh, that we have, Ice Time Hockey Southwest at that time. Now it's Ice Time Hockey West. But uh, one of the things I remember was the 942 crew, I was just passing out t shirts or something to fire the mic. I remember the lines outside with yeah. people trying to. Everybody was at in what they're doing for it. It's got to make you pretty darn good to say you were my crew. No, absolutely.
2: I, I've, I, we still do a lot of work with the nine forty two crew here at the restaurant. They're a community partner of ours. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool to think about all the times we handed out flyers on campus yeah. and and built up you know support for Son Hockey and what it's turned into now. Um, I know they do a tremendous amount of work and effort to to get that atmosphere. A lot of people don't realize, you know, those kids spend hours and hours of their weeks, like on campus, physically uh, handing out flyers. Yep. Um, and that's what makes that crew different than many of the other crews across the country. Um, but no, I mean, it, it was nice to be a special part, a small part of it. But um, really, it's just, it's really cool just to see what the, you know, that group has done since we've been gone. And remember, it's not just
1: hockey; it's not it's just every basketball; sport. it's
2: every sport. Yep,
1: so. every sport. That is a fact. um Paul, I'll let you jump in in a minute, but. I got to ask them about this because everywhere okay, not everywhere that I've been necessarily, but all the teams that have come in here this year, the Minnesota States, the RITs, the Boston college, the Boston university, everybody, uh, I've talked to the coaches afterwards and said, what's your thoughts on Mullet arena? And they'll tell you, yeah, it's first class. But they said the most exciting part for them as a visitor was the student section because they said, Hey, these students are really into it. And, um, that's a really big part for the players. I hear it all the time, but that also is something to make an impact for other players or other teams. That come in here, right? They know it's going to be a factor. It's actually funny. Um, the
2: nine—not to geek out over here—but the 942 commission statement is to create an unforgettable atmosphere for not only our fans and our players for, for opposing teams. Yeah. And you know that was when it started. It was basketball only, but that was actually the goal to create something that other teams and other players wanted to be a part of. And you know they've done that with basketball. You know you could ask the distraction, distraction. <laughs> but you can ask. There's tons of interviews of people being like, "What was the fun best best place to play?" And a lot of people say yeah. it's Desert Financial and you know, you wouldn't say that with, with the, you know, history. We don't have the history that maybe U of A or even some of these other teams, but what that group has been able to do to create a really fun atmosphere for not only us, but for the opposing teams and fans that come in. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool.
0: And the, just so people understand the nine, four, two crew, uh, it, it, we're not just talking football. We're not just talking basketball, even that, that, that's all, as many teams as they can possibly get to. Right. I mean, it's not just, the big giant ones that everybody knows off the top of their head—it's all of them.
2: Yeah, everything. We have a game of the week program. Um, they still do it that we—they highlight um, an individual sport and treat it like it is a football or basketball game. So, you know, we've done yeah. water polo, and you know when I was there, we were through that program. We set attendance records at twenty-six of twenty-seven varsity sports. The only one that game of the week really didn't touch is football because it's a, right. a big behemoth that it is. But right. Yeah, that's, that's what really makes this group special. Women's basketball, water polo, tennis, baseball, softball, all 26, 27 of our varsity sports. Um, it, they touch in some way. So um, obviously I'm gone now, huge supporter, but um, right. I, I, I very much uh, just want to give uh, kudos to the kids that are there because you know, and, and the university for supporting them. But um, they really have a really special program
1: that not a lot of schools can say that they have. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but Paul Hornstein spent seven, eight, nine. How many years did it take you to get that four-year degree?
0: It took, it took a lot of years, and the only reason <laughs> I left is they wouldn't let me stay.
1: Yeah, it took <laughs> t- t- me five, too. <laughs> uh, you know? Okay, I got to dig into this because um, when I first met you, I was telling Paul about it, and he goes, I think he was sparky at one time. What is it like to put on sparky, um,
2: become sparky? Yeah, it's... It's it's really cool. Um, that's the only way I can explain it. Um, it wasn't as glamorous as everyone thinks. Um, yeah, because you know, inside of the you know, obviously the rink, it's nice and cold. But you go out to baseball in May and it's 110 degrees outside. Not not so fun. Um, right. But no, just to be able to put on and, and really be somebody else. Sparky has his own persona. And, yeah. You know, I'm fairly passionate about mascotting and stuff. And I get a little angry when I see Sparky do things that I don't think Sparky should do. Um, but <laughs> no, so Sparky, Sparky's got his own, you know, persona, his own way of acting. Um, so to be able to put that on and just be somebody else for a couple hours. And, right. And, you know, the, the best feeling I always tell people is, like, I go into an event. Nobody would talk to me. And then I would put the Sparky suit on, and I was the most popular guy at the thing. And I would go change, and I'd leave, and nobody wants to
0: talk to me again. So it,
2: it, was, a, it was a pretty cool experience because, you know, where, when else does that happen?
1: But uh, just Paul, you how,
0: follow that up? I just – how did it – I mean, this is, this, I, I, how do you get to be Sparky? I mean, besides knowing how to do a lot of push-ups.
2: Uh, I actually got very lucky Um, somebody I went to high school with who was a year older than me was on the team there's a Sparky team Um, but they actually had a couple guys quit in the middle of the year and he knew that I have had you know football tickets since I was a kid so he's like you've been watching Sparky for a while right I'm like yeah I could probably do it and so they needed some help to get through baseball and I just I remember they just put me in the suit for a uh, women's tennis match versus U of A just to see if I did all right and I did all right and I was only supposed to help through the spring sports, and I decided to stick on, did it for two and a half years. So um, There is a formal tryout process, but I remember I just got plucked from the, uh, <laughs> we need
1: somebody to be sparky, so let this guy do it. God love it. That did not happen here at the Spaghetti Shack, and let's talk about that for a minute, because how did you come up with this idea to, to do this, and the delivery service, and, and the great pricing, and the great food? Tell us about it. Yeah, so I'm a second-generation restaurateur. I've grown
2: up in the restaurant industry. I've um, been busting tables, doing dishes since I was 13 years old. And to be honest, I never really wanted to do this. Um, <laughs> I,
1: worked,
2: I worked in sports. Um, you know, that was what I wanted to do. And I worked in ASU and everything like that. And um, did some other jobs after kind of COVID hit. And um, my. Four best friends and I, since we've been, you know, best friends since kindergarten, we wanted to open a business and you know, being in the restaurant industry, I was like, let's let's do that. So yeah, yeah. we looked around, there's some similar concepts to us, and we looked at possibly franchising and just thought, no, we want to do something our own. We want to do it our our own way and this community focused way that we're doing it. So we came up with our own recipes, our own style, and, and and here we are. But you know, the whole model of our restaurant is you know, we want to feed families affordably um quickly so that yep. they can spend time with their families instead of cooking doing dishes because we all know that that sucks so that's why we're to go only that's why our prices are the way they are and honestly why we picked spaghetti meatballs because it is a food that everybody from grandma down to little baby wants to eat and uh you know if we could
1: do it affordably in quality then that's kind of our goal hey paul it worked well too even though i lost a tooth yesterday
0: right um, but yeah, you didn't you lose did the awesome yeah but you didn't lose the tooth because of anything you did there no, Actually, I'm it might help that, you eat the spaghetti.
1: That's what I'm saying. I came in and had no problem eating spaghetti and meatballs <laughs> today without without a tooth. So until I get that uh, implant, um, I'm a hockey player.
0: Yeah, well, just just make sure nobody has to watch you pull out your own tooth.
1: No, I, I just keep sending you those.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Okay,
1: <sighs> so, so tell us a little bit more about the restaurant because you touched on it pretty well, but it's more than spaghetti and meatballs, right? I mean, it's a uh, the three different, three or four different, three different sizes of shacks, right? Mm-hmm. So tell us about those first, Joey. Yeah, so we're a To-Go Pasta
2: Concept. We specialize in spaghetti, meatballs, garlic bread, and some combination of those things. So uh, we, we uh, are family style. Um, so we have three different you know sizes, as you'd say, of our spaghetti. Um, feeds one, feeds two, and then feeds up to four or five. Um, very affordable pricing. We also have a meatball sub. We have some fun food items that we like to do for the kids and for those who are a little more adventurous. We have a spaghetti bread. <laughs> We've got spaghetti tacos on Tuesday right which now, which is Tuesday, so yes, that's going it is on Taco now. Tuesday, we also have garlic bread pizza. Um, so we like to mix things up, but we also know that our concept's pretty simple. You know, that's how we keep our our prices affordable, is by not having waste. Um, but you know, we've got the salads, the you know, extra sauce kind of thing, cheesecake. Everybody likes oh, dessert. Oh
1: yeah, yep. But that's a little bit about our concept. Okay, so part of the delivery service is. Uh, Obviously the different services you have DoorDash and Uber Eats and all of those. How big are they for your business? Uh,
2: they are huge and especially starting out. Um, yeah, so we we offer our services on DoorDash, Grove and Uber Eats. Um, I would encourage everybody to order through our website. We do have yeah. um, delivery DoorDash picks it up But for those of you that don't know DoorDash charges an absorbent yeah. amount of commission for yeah. restaurants So if you order through your website, it actually saves the customer and us some money so if anybody's listening going to order from us, please, Um But, no, it's really important because being a takeout-only spot, a lot of people are like, well, if I'm not going to go sit down, then I might as yeah. well just get it to me. Yep. So we have a flat $5 delivery fee on our website. No extra
1: prices, no extra fees beyond that. So, yeah. And you've got more than one location now. I mean, yes, you but... just keep growing. And Tell us what's coming down the pike because you just opened one up in Pine Top mm-hmm. and something new that Arizona State fans are going to love and I think visiting hockey teams are going to love is the new one. Where's that one? Yeah, so we have our store right here, as you said, on a rolling in Guadalupe in South
2: Tempe. This is the original. We have a Ghost Kitchen out in Queen Creek, so on the Southeast Valley. Um, that's actually where I was born, and raised. Okay. Um, All right, time out, time out, time yeah. out, time
0: out, time out. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I, I'm not a foodie, but I'm not a not you know not a, a person that doesn't understand. But what the heck is a Ghost Kitchen? Explain that to me. I've heard the term. I just have no idea what the hell it means.
2: Yeah, so what's funny is I knew as soon as you said stop, It's go- a ghost kitchen is a restaurant inside of a restaurant. So it's a okay. restaurant without a storefront. So if you go on to DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, all those things, you're going to see a bunch of, uh, you know, restaurants that you're like, Oh, I've never heard of this place. I've never seen it. It's because it's either inside of another restaurant or in a ghost kitchen facility. They're basically built um, just to do online orders. Um, We can't go in and order. But what we're doing is spaghetti and meatballs is pretty simple. So we're testing it in my family's restaurant to see if this is something we can bring to other restaurants to help them, you know, increase their revenue without having to um, you know, have more staff or do more marketing because we're going to essentially promote our brand, and they would serve it. So it's a really okay. a testament for us. Um, but it's the big brands that do this: Applebee's, Chili's. They've got like seven or eight brands they're serving out of their kitchen.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. So Pine Top just opened.
2: Yep. Pine Top just opened two weeks ago, so it's still pretty brand new. And then we're, as you said, the most important one is the, I guess, the most exciting or sexy one, whatever you <laughs> want to call it. Uh, we're opening on campus today, this year, so. I'm hoping in the next thirty to sixty days, uh, we just got permits, and uh, so we're really excited about that. But we're, um, as, as you know, I've, I've been talking about. I'm really big Sun Devil, so to be on campus is a
1: really exciting and, and proud moment for me. Paul, you heard that? That's the sexy. Yeah.
0: One. Well, listen, I, I assume that he's going to be in the MU, but uh, I, you know. Um,
2: I wish we were gonna be in the MU. We're we're kind of like technically not on campus, but we're uh, just off on uh rolling Apache underneath the apartment buildings there.
0: Oh okay. All right, that's fine. I mean I obviously I know where that is. It just it's not quite the same as it was, you know, back in Paul well, it's not the
2: when I went to graduate and started there in twenty fifteen, so I don't blame
1: you. <laughs> okay. Um Joey's going to Vegas tomorrow, Paul, because uh, I understand there's a big basketball tournament up there, so he's going to be uh, attending that. So we're going to let him go in a minute. But um, I, I just got to get some more final thoughts on on all of the stuff at ASU because when I talk from a hockey standpoint, and I'm a Minnesota guy. Paul would never know that because he doesn't. No, because you never say it. Hockey, I never talk about it. <sighs> but anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, Ice hockey in the desert. It's been around a while. I mean, it's been back in the days of uh, the old uh, IHL team, the Roadrunners, and and ASU's club program that you talked about. But now it's starting to explode. Does it fit? As an ASU guy, do you feel like hockey fits here in the desert?
2: So for all the hockey people listening, I wouldn't consider myself a huge hockey guy. Right, that's what I'm asking you. But... You know, like I said, I've been to a couple games this year. My family's going to get tickets at, at Mullet. Um, you know, obviously, I live in Tempe. I'm a Tempe resident. We have the vote coming up for the Coyotes. Um, so, yes, it fits. And I think that there's a there's a, a room for us all. Um, you know, obviously, as a basketball fan, I'm hoping it doesn't take too much away from my from my hoops program. But, um, no, it absolutely has a space. And you could just feel it. You know, the atmosphere at Mullet, like, the everything that's going on around that arena, like, you could just feel it that it, it is here to stay and you know obviously i will be voting yes on the whole uh, um coyotes project but you know that should be something that really puts it on the map and i think everybody can agree putting it on glendale at the beginning was probably the wrong decision so hopefully being over here in the west valley or the east valley i apologize um closer to tempe closer to phoenix i'm really hoping that it'll be good for the game and because it is a game that i do enjoy and i do love it and uh You know, something that I know a lot of people that I know are really, really into. So, yes, it has a fit, and I I hope it does well.
1: All right. Well, you heard it. You heard it right from the uh, the voice of Sparky. Yeah. I can't claim that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. He doesn't
1: have. (laughs) I know, but he pays attention to me every time I'm at a hockey game. He's got to be on the camera. So I'm going to say you started that. Let me spread that rumor, Joey. Joey, we appreciate your time. Thanks for having us, in. Thanks for partnering with us. Uh, we look forward to. I uh, can't wait to get onto that new site just off campus at uh, Rural and Apache. Correct. Yeah. We look forward to that. We're going to be on here all the time. And uh, man, Meatball Monday has become my day. So <laughs> no, no more teeth pulled on Mondays. It's going to have to be a different day.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Joe. We Thank appreciate you your time.
1: All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Paul and I are going to talk some ASU LIU hockey
2: Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick. At Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegers. And they score on the lacrosse Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goalie. Score. He scores.
1: Gail the He scores. Stars on campus before
0: the NHL stage.
2: Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My
1: goodness,
2: please
0: and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. after a hard day at work or a long week what's better than some good comfort food to put you at ease at the spaghetti shack we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else the spaghetti shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs the classic italian comfort food to a portable level asu alumni owned and operated the spaghetti shack is located at 6340 south rural road in tempe as well as its ghost kitchen Creek. For lunch, dinner, or catering, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at the spaghetti shack.com.
1: All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. It's Tuesday night, which means it is time for College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight live from the Spaghetti Shack 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe. Best way to find it right in the corner of Guadalupe and uh, rural road. If you're familiar with that area, not far from the Arizona state campus, we have all kinds of hockey going on this weekend because it's the final regular season weekend series for the Arizona state Sun Devils taking on the Long Island University Sharks. Paul Hornstein, how in the world are you going to separate yourself, living on Long Island, being an ASU alum? Uh, I don't know. I don't. It's going to be rough for you.
0: Well, it, it's a, it's a, it's a simple matter of, um, I it's not making sure I watch a game and not worry about who wins and loses. I mean, obviously, I'm I'll never not root for ASU, but. <laughs> um, you are uh, bleeding you're but,
1: bleeding Maroon and gold
0: but you know rooting and watching a game are two different things you know um it, it's it's a matter of you know these these are you know senior night is coming up you don't want to you know guys don't you know guys are going to play hard they want the, their teammates to go out on a positive note it hasn't been the season we expected um but you at least want to finish with a good taste in your mouth. And, you know, LIU is, 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 is another, you know, they, they're going to, they're in most games, you know, they're, yeah. I think yeah. they're now just kind of in that. Um, I think the first couple of years that they, 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 their program existed um, is kind of like ASU's first year. Right. Right. Um. You know, they, you know, to the shock of everybody started during the pandemic. Yeah, I think
1: people are still shocked over that, Paul. How, how in the world you could start a program um, in April of a pan- national worldwide pandemic.
0: And they did. I mean, good for, uh, good for them. Kudos for them. We've had Brett Riley on the show before, their head coach. Um, and once again, the, the, the team plays, you know, they play hard. You know, if you're not prepared, uh, you better be. That, that's um, what
1: I was going to ask, Paul. Uh, for the Sun Devil fans that are going to be going out to Mullet Arena this weekend to watch this uh, Friday-Saturday matchup, what are they going to expect to see from Long Island besides those awesome jerseys? They are sharp. Yeah, um, well, it'll. it's a... It's They're great jerseys.
0: It's going to be an awesome jersey matchup weekend.
1: It is. It is. We know ASU is uh, very adept at uh, coming up with quality hockey jerseys.
0: You know, um... I mean, once again, this is just a team that plays hard. You know, they're 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 gritty, and they're they they will have games where it looks like, you know, where 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 they could score at will, but are giving up a lot of goals at the same time. Um, and and let's face it, LIU
1: is a building program, as you said. Yes. They've only been around a few years. They're right getting their feet under them. They're starting to get some more home games. I know that was an issue for a while, yep. as it is for every new yep. upstart. Uh, it's hard right. to get teams to come play you, but now they they're getting uh, that way. It's they're a long trip, though, isn't it, from Long Island to to Tempe?
0: It, it is. It's a, it's a five and a half hour plane ride, but you know they beat a ranked Ohio State team this year. You
1: five know? and a half hours on the plane—that's it. I, I'm not coming to see you.
0: Oh, thank God. Um, they <laughs> wanted Princeton. I'll drive it. They wanted Princeton. <laughs> they 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 won a game against Fairbanks. I was there that night. I know you were. <laughs> you know, uh, a, a game that could have kept Fairbanks uh, out of the tournament, but yeah. so far, it, it you know, um, so I mean, like I said, do you, if you, they're going to bring it, you just better be ready for it, uh, because if you're not focused, you know, they're gonna they, they they'll they'll bite you. And I hate to use that. I didn't even think about that funny term. <laughs> Uh, considering (laughs) of the sharks, sharks. they will bite you. Um, yeah, but, um,
1: nice, nice work on that. You worked on that one all day, didn't you? Come on, be serious. No,
0: I didn't. I didn't even think about it until just now. So, uh, good team, you know, or good hardworking team as you would expect a Riley coached team to be.
1: Yep.
0: And you know, they're going to get better and better and better. And they'll, you know, they like ASU and the two Alaska schools, you know, It'll get better for them when they get in the league.
1: You know, and we're a little premature talking about this, but um, yeah, Ball so. Arena coming into uh, the the finale weekend of Arizona State hockey, and you know I've been to every weekend series here, and what I've heard from the opposing fans, coaches, administrators is nothing but but um, good. You know, I mean, everybody's talked about that, how great right. the environment is, how nice the surface is, great the locker rooms are. I mean, it just goes down and down and down in history is a really good um, way to start your program officially. Can I say that? I know they played, you know, at, at Oceanside, but this is really college hockey. And you know me, I love the band, I love the drum line, I love, yep. you know, all of those things the fan support, the, yep. the student section. And uh, so, even though it's a little premature can you tell me what your thoughts at this point um how mullet did and uh, how it affected uh, the players on and off the ice
0: well i i i would you know
1: uh I, I, how could it not have had it a positive effect it left you speechless effect? that's what it did well i was trying totally to find the right word
0: listen i was trying to find the right <laughs> word let's 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 acknowledge the fact that i haven't been there yet
1: yeah exactly so you need the address? I can show you where it is on a map. No,
0: I I am pretty sure if I was in the in the in Tempe I would be able to find it. I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay. Geogra- you find spaghetti the, chat? Yeah, I could find okay. it. Yeah. Okay. I could find it. Uh I, I I do uh if it was there when I was there, I can find it.
1: <laughs>
0: and I, th- I and it. I think and I think um Mullet Arena being next to Packard Stadium, I think I could probably find it uh okay. rural in guadalupe i can find that too okay
1: you're good you're good you're you're a long island guy you can find your way around places um well let's, I can do, find this, around Tempe. Let, let's do this i've got a couple of 25 five dollar gift certificates to get yourself some of the best spaghetti you're ever going to have uh great italian food uh maybe pick up some cheesecake uh, a marshmallow treat uh cookie for a cause um, garlic bread—that the shack bread is incredible. Um, meatball sub, whatever. So uh, we got a little trivia. I made you come up with it. So go ahead and throw it out there right now. And if you respond to us at College Hockey W on Twitter, or even on the uh, on the app if you're listening right now, jump onto the Podbean.com app and uh, and give us your answer. But go ahead, Paul. Tell us the trivia question for yeah, the night. Very
0: simple trivia question. Who was the first? ASU team MVP.
1: And you're talking for the NCAA team?
0: Yes, obviously. Yes.
1: Uh, yeah, I figured that was it. I said to throw it out there because there's been more than one um, ASU team. Right. But for the NCAA team, who was the first team MVP? If you know the answer, go ahead and either input it into the podbean.com app or uh, go to us on Twitter at W. And uh, submit your answer. Say I'm, I'm submitting the answer for the uh, the podcast at uh, Spaghetti Shack, and we have twenty five dollars. That'll get you a boatload of food. Excuse the uh, the expression, and, but there will be a ton of food for you. And I'll just say so this:
0: we'll, you don't you don't have to be you don't have to be living in Arizona to win this. No, if you if know you're, you're going to go there, vi- if you know you're going to visit. visit. Yep. Yeah, if you know you're going to visit. You know, you can answer the question, too. All
1: right. That's perfect. And uh, if you're in Tempe right now, you have uh, about 22 minutes to get down here. I'm going to make this really, really easy. I've got one $25 gift certificate for anybody that's hardy enough to drive down to the spaghetti shack and ask me for it. Uh, I've got it sitting right at my table. You see me when you walk in. I'll be happy to hand that one out to the first person that comes in the door and says, you know what? I want to eat spaghetti shack fair enough. Okay.
0: Fair. That's fine. That's okay.
1: Good. Yeah. Um, down. let's, let's get back to, uh, on ice stuff. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you noticed today, Paul, but the NCHC announced their all rookie team.
0: I did notice you that. To
1: see that? I, did. I did. Okay. So here's the deal. Uh, your thoughts on that because there's a lot of rookies that play for the Denver pioneers. Not one of them was on that all rookie team.
0: Well, Listen, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, according to you, they don't need to be on the all-rookie team. They're already going to get a trophy. So, <laughs> I mean, you know. Kobe um,
1: Thompson? Kobe didn't make it? Uh,
0: you know, I mean, uh, I, it was an interesting battle in the goaltender position between Caden and Barico, I'm sure, and and, and uh, Simon Lacosi over at Omaha. Um. I'm pretty sure that uh, Jackson Blake at North Dakota was pretty much a, a no-brainer. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, I, I didn't even realize Ben Steves was a freshman. I mean, that's
1: oh yeah, that kid is unbelievable too. You know, there's there, a lot of good talent up in, in the NCAA NCAA team, my there at
0: your Bulldogs. Um, interesting that both freshmen uh, Joaquin Lemay and Jacob guevin. Are we're are are in Omaha, so that's going to be very interesting to watch to see how they handle the pressure of their first NCHC tournament um, against North Dakota this weekend. Yeah, and yep. you know Ryan McAllister has been um, part of the offensive machine up there at Western Michigan uh, as 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 they go in as one of the highest scoring teams in the country. So. um you know, I mean, you could probably argue a few players, but you know it is what it is. Ryan McAllister was in the top ten in scoring for the country as a freshman, so I mean it's not hard to see why he would be on this team. Okay. Um, kind of hard to ar- argue Jackson Blake too, since he's in the top fifteen in scoring. Yep, he is so. He's
1: dynamite. He's dynamite on ice. I mean, he just. He just explodes whenever he gets uh, an opportunity.
0: Yeah, and I so think
1: Caden, Caden the Sponge and Barico, Who he? He's been the sponge from the from the outset. No, you know, no, he, uh, stop.
0: No, stop.
1: <laughs> he told me he likes it. He likes to be called the sponge, so that's cool. I, oh
0: God, no, <laughs> just no.
1: Anyway, you're uh, not allowed to be nicknames. Congratulations to everybody that made that ACH, or the NCHC all rookie team. Yep. Uh, I just think you, the depth in, and again, I'm going to go back to this ball, cause I've heard it all over. I know you have too. Um, uh, the NCHC is down. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's parody. It's parody. They still have one of the top three teams in the country, if not uh, the best team in the country, the defending national champions, looking for number 10. And when you go all the way down to Miami, You see teams that compete every single night and can actually play with anybody in the country, and they've done a very good job of it. So I don't buy the fact that they're down. I buy the fact that there's now eight teams that can compete, and I know Chris Mayett will tell you the same thing. When they're on the ice competing, uh, they think they can beat every team that they play against.
0: Well, yeah, and and they've you know once again when you play defense and you kill penalties, you keep yourself in every game. And you have a goaltender. Yeah, and you have good goaltending. I don't want to I don't want to, you know uh, uh, not give Matt Matt Vernon some credit. He's played some big games for them too this year.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So it keeps you in games. I mean but um like I said it, it'll, it'll, I know playing in this conference is hard. Um and like I said, you've got both rookie defensemen going to see their first tournament action. You, you can't tell me it's not an adjustment.
1: No, absolutely.
0: Okay. I mean, you've been playing all year, so you're not, you know, it's not your first night. But, you know, that, that first five, ten minutes conference tournament uh, with your season on the line, and it is on the line for Omaha. Oh, it's on the line big time. Okay? You know, along oh, with I, I, I don't North think Dakota, I mean... In,
1: I don't think they can get in the tournament if they don't win that frozen face-up. So that would require four probably more not. victories. That would require probably not. four more victories.
0: Probably Well, at least get it to the finals anyway.
1: Still don't think it's enough. It might not
0: be, but you got to get at least to that point.
1: Sure. you got to take it step-by-step step and knock off as many as you can, but it is uh, definitely going to be a challenge. Okay, um... So just to kind of put a bow on the ASU LIU thing. Uh, the independent cup has been decided. It won't officially be handed out until after the weekend's games are played because right. we still some that. But the uh, Alaska Fairbanks Nenoks, uh, you know, is there something coincidental about this, Paul? And I know I'm maybe not. I'm, I'm pretty. Mo- nah, no, I'm not modest. But anyway, when I announced that we would have the College Hockey West Independent Cup, guess who stepped right up and said we're taking it?
0: uh I, I, don't, I don't i don't know i think talking now to now you talk i don't okay that's fine
1: they they saw it they said we're gonna get that we're gonna take it uh we even had somebody design the trophy for us or at least tell us one that we should have that's true <laughs> albeit she's from alaska but <laughs> it's true but anyway they have earned it but t- this weekend will be the wrap-up weekend of the regular season of the 2022-23 season liu right here in tempe against arizona state um the guys from uh lindenwood will be in anchorage and i don't know if you saw this on social media but they posted some pictures on there apparently they took the bus from uh fairbanks to anchorage and uh they made a few stops along the denali mountain range and places like that so right good for them good for them they're getting a little uh um ge- geography lesson while they're out there <laughs> They did say it was cold, too, by the way.
0: Of course it is.
1: <laughs> okay. So uh, those games with LIU and uh, Arizona State will be at Mullet Arena this week, and I believe they're both 7 p.m. starts, or is 1 of 5 p.m., Paul, do you I don't
0: know. They're usually, you know, they're usually well, – I mean, it, it could could be different depending on what else is going on, but I'm pretty sure they're both uh, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock
1: know. Mountain Time. Okay
0: yes yeah, okay so if you're coming time, to pick yeah, up
1: that gift yeah, certificate I, from me you better hustle because you got about yep. uh, 16 minutes by my clock uh if not we're just going to give them away to uh to some callers some listeners and some people yeah. that jump on twitter because this is 25 bucks folks uh, i'm looking up here right now you can get yourself a full shack uh and you can get some cheesecake you can get some uh um, shack bread you can get pretty much whatever you want for 25 bucks so um Jump on board, take advantage of this. This is uh, a limited time offer. We only have a few of these, so we're going to give them out sparingly.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, but we'll give them out.
1: Okay, so I I have to touch one more time on the NCHC playoffs. which start this week. Um, I think every show we need to talk about uh, those as they move on. Um, Miami, Ohio traveling to Denver to play at Magnus. Uh, on paper, it looks pretty lopsided, but that's why you play the games.
0: Yeah, uh, well, yeah, they're not winning.
1: Hear that ball? Hear that noise? Yeah. That's a delivery coming in. Nice. Yeah, that's what happens around here. They take orders and they send it out. Anyway, well, that's good.
0: Well, that's the yeah. idea, right?
1: Yeah, that's exactly the idea. Good stuff. Um, uh, so, the Colorado College Tigers will be traveling to play Western Michigan. That, I think, Paul, might be one of the most intriguing. Oh. Hear that, Paul? That's another order.
0: That's good. That's We want that. We want to. Yeah. Order.
1: Keep them coming in, baby. Keep them coming in. Anyway, um, so I think that might be one of the most intriguing because on paper, you probably say Western Michigan's going to, you know, they're going to do okay. Yeah. But I don't trust Anybody playing at Chris Mayotte team at any point in any season Because I think he might be one of the very best at preparing his team for what they're gonna see now you know, you still got the the the, the level of uh, Quality of player I should say or how do you want to put that you always got that could make a difference And obviously home ice makes a difference but boy being a strategist and, and Chris Mayot is uh, he knows what he has and he knows how to utilize what he has your thoughts on that
0: uh, that series? It's going to be a tough series. Uh, that building's a tough building to play in up there in in Lawson. In, in, you know, Lawson is a tough building to play in there. And 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 you know, like I said, the play they do play a playoff style Colorado College. Um, and it's going to be a hard hard thing to do. I mean. Uh, I, I do expect it to go three games. I think CC will get one. Whether they get two or not, I don't know. But
1: And I think that's important to remind people, too, that the NCHC playoffs is best of three first round. Well, the and first round, the, yeah. Then the four winners will advance to St. Paul, Minnesota, and the XL Energy Center uh, on the 17th of uh, March to do battle there and crown a... Uh, frozen faceoff champion who will get a berth in the NCAA tournament uh, for that victory. Okay. So that leaves us with uh, St. Cloud state and UMD and North Dakota at Omaha. Um, your thoughts on that series, Paul, because I've told you a million times, I've said it on the, on the program a million times. Uh, I think that could go either way. And matter of fact, I think there'll be two upsets. Is Minnesota Duluth beating St. Cloud a four-five matchup? Is that an upset?
0: No, I don't. I mean, it is a small upset. I just don't. It's 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 never going to be a major upset, or at least not that I can conceive. But uh, you know, the vampires are the vampires, and your Bulldogs always just manage to uh, hang around and do, you know just kind of what they do come tournament time. Right. Um, And once again, rivalries.
1: And And, and not just rivalries, Paul, but let's remember the two coaching staffs. Yeah. That uh, they know each other very, very well. Right. Uh, Brett Larson being the, uh, the student at one time. To uh, Scott Sandlin, right. and uh, Scott yeah. Sandlin, of course, knows how to uh, kind of poke the bear when he uh, plays Saint Cloud. I think. Well,
0: uh, like I said. I mean, obviously, Duluth would rather be playing this in Duluth, but they're not. Um, okay. And you once again, a it's a it's a it's a style that wins on the road. Yeah. So you they're definitely a, a threat. Uh, somebody's going to win two games.
1: Okay. Good, good. Don't go too far out on that limb. You could fall and, off.
0: And, and one of the teams, to, the team that wins will be from Minnesota.
1: Oh, no. You went that deep?
0: Yes, I did.
1: Goodness, goodness gracious. I, I think you might have a little Minnesota blood coming into you.
0: Yeah, maybe. Okay. We'll hold well, our we'll breath.
1: S- we'll send you up to to Lake of the Woods in uh, mid-January and see if you still want to be there.
0: Yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs>
1: Eddie Christian can set you up with something up there, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, not going to happen.
0: We <laughs> okay. love Eddie, but no.
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, North Dakota at Omaha, I think this is the one that uh, I don't know. I, I, I've i been watching North Dakota all year. You've heard me say it multiple times. I told Alex Heiner the other night when I saw him in Denver, um, I said what's wrong with North Dakota? How can you have this many NHL caliber players and still be struggling to, uh, to, to win games and, and not be a lock for the NCAA tournament this year. And he kept telling me the same thing. He said, I think we're missing some stay-at-home defensemen. He said, I think we have a lot of talented players, but we're missing a stay-at-home defenseman. So I told Paul Hornstein, I said, can Brad Berry talk to his offensive, and I'm using air quotes with that, defensemen and get them to buy in to a real defensive effort to get themselves into the tournament, which again, I think is going to require winning the frozen Faceoff.
0: I think it's, it's you're asking a a, a, uh, a leopard to change spots. I don't know if it's going to be that, if it's that easy. I just don't. I didn't say it would be easy. I said, can
1: he get it done?
0: I'm sure he's going to try. I yeah. just don't know. <laughs>
1: There you are. You're out on that limb again. Come back in. You're gonna fall off.
0: Yeah, I'll take my. Yeah, no, I don't make. You know me. I don't make predictions. I hate predictions. Um, nobody, nobody says, "Hey, good, good, good pick" when you're right, but they sure in hell do say something to you when you're wrong.
1: I know. I I, I feel it all the time. I have a wrath against me.
0: Well, you are usually wrong, but that's either here or there.
1: Anyway, um, so that's what's going on in the NCHC part. There are some teams, Paul, that you brought up to me multiple times in our private conversations uh, that you think could affect the team from Fairbanks, Alaska. Yeah, I do. Let's start with a couple that are right in front of them. Uh, I'm talking Michigan Tech and Minnesota State. How could their play this weekend and the next weekend affect what could happen to uh, the Nanooks?
0: Well, they they literally – are right next to each other. I mean, Minnesota State has got the same RPI as Alaska does. Um, and we, when we mean identical, not within a couple
1: of points. We no, mean literally. Identical. Literally yeah. the
0: same exact RPI. Um, Michigan Tech's a little bit further ahead. But, you know, one of those teams has to lose in the next two game nights. You know, they're both in the semifinals of the CCHA. Um, Minnesota State probably has a little bit more of a favorable matchup. And they're on a collision course, let's face it. They're on a collision course. For right. Well, somebody yeah. has to lose. Yep. One of those teams has to lose. Now, it's just a matter of it's probably better for For. Alaska if Minnesota State loses because that would automatically drop them below, assuming it was the semis this weekend coming up. Um, I think that's kind of a tall ask. I, I think that Minnesota State's playing much, uh, you know, much better, although Ferris State, obviously, coming off two overtime wins against Bowling Green. Um, Michigan Tech's playing their arch rivals in Northern Michigan. And I think that's the more likely of the two underdogs to win is Michigan, is Northern Michigan. Oh, uh, Here come the hate mail from Michigan Tech. I'm not hating Way on Michigan go. Tech. Way that to doesn't... go.
1: Do you know how many Piedelas there are? In, yeah, I know. There's Michigan. a lot of them. There's a bunch. Yeah, There's I know. There's a lot of hate mail coming at you. No, but
0: I don't put words in my <laughs> mouth and make it seem like I'm picking them to lose. Okay. I said they are the more okay. likely of the two teams to lose in the semifinals, yeah. just based on the matchup. All right. In a Pietiles rivalry, me. you know what happens in rivalries.
1: Piatalese, Piatalese. Go ahead and send it to Paul Hornstein. That's the hate mail. I'm know.
0: not worried about my paisans over there. <laughs> Up there. I'm not worried about
1: that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you are on Long Island, by the way. Yeah, so we had, there's uh, a
0: few of us here, too.
1: Yeah, I noticed.
0: Um... <laughs> Anyway. And, and the other team is Cornell, and yeah, that, which is behind. Yeah, the right Fair behind the Fairbanks. There, um, not that far behind, but far behind enough. Um, and they're getting ready to play a best two out of three with a very tough Clarkson team. So,
1: so what does uh, what does the Alaska Nanooks fan base? have to root for this weekend, Paul. If they want to secure that All spot. All right. If you're if nan- you're
0: if 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 you're a Nanooks fan or rooting for the Nanooks to get into the tournament, then you have to root for Ferris State, Northern Michigan, and Clarkson.
1: Okay, there you go. Yeah, uh, okay. how should we how should we say this? Bazinga?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um <laughs> And we, we can't worry about Merrimack until next week. But actually, by the weekend, we'll know too. You're going to root for uh, whoever Merrimack plays too.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, the end of the regular season is upon us for our uh, independent teams, and the uh, playoffs are underway this weekend for everyone that's not an independent. So um, the independent, the College Hockey West, the Independent Cup. Again, going to the uh, Alaska Nanooks, they have secured it. And you hear that, Paul? That's another order coming in here, at Spaghetti Shack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, There is uh, four minutes for somebody to get in here. I'm going to leave this out there because I know people listen on the download as well. Right. So here's the deal. If nobody gets in here to get that $25 certificate from me tonight, I'm going to take it with me. And if you find me at Mullet Arena Friday or Saturday night, first person to find me and say, hey, I heard it on the the podcast that you were at Spaghetti Shack, it's yours. It's yours. The other one, you're going to have to win by answering the trivia question, which is?
0: Oh, who was the first ASU team MVP in the NCAA era?
1: Okay. I know who it is. I got it right on the first guess. Yeah, okay. (laughs) No? No, I didn't?
0: Yeah, okay. It's
1: fine. Whatever. <laughs> okay. so, so that's what's happening uh, around the world of uh, college hockey. Paul, i got to ask you quickly before we go. Uh, the Big Ten uh, has a few games to play, too. Um, what's your thoughts on the Big Ten? Are those two, the Big Ten, two, if you will, Minnesota and Michigan, the big M, the little M, as Eddie uh, Christian likes to call them, uh, are they for real? Are they really going to get this done? Are they going to win their tournament? One of them.
0: Yeah, one of them is going to win. Okay, so uh, you're not
1: giving much chance to the others, the other two. Uh,
0: in, in terms, of, I mean, listen, though, you know, Minnesota and Michigan have been right up there all year. They've um, also been beaten, though. Well, yeah. Listen, I'm not saying they can't. They, they 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 can't lose. Once again, you're talking about a single elimination.
1: Okay. Well, like um, I've told you, my fear for the Nanooks is that um, chaos is going to happen, as you like in uh, yeah. college but, hockey, where but here's the where thing: where the parity is going to come to the forefront, and we're going to have some really unexpected things come uh, conference tournament championship day.
0: Here's the thing. Or though. night. The, the 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 team that would really hurt Alaska by uh, in that in that league would be Michigan State cuz the other 3 are already way ahead of the Nanooks so it, it, it's not going to affect them and, directly, and I believe no. that
1: matchup is Minnesota Michigan State right correct so they got to be Gopher for fans for a day
0: yeah no I get it you you've been a Go for fan for a day, right? Not by choice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Just almost
1: almost wanted to get that on uh, recording so that we could have that to play back. But nice catch.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, you're not <laughs> catching me on that. <laughs>
1: um, okay, your prediction on the weekend: Liu, ASU.
0: I don't make predictions. You know me better than that. <laughs>
1: I almost slipped that one by you too. I tried. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> uh,
0: How long we been doing uh, this?
1: Yeah, not long enough apparently, because I can't get it by you. Not Eventually you'll get, No, you'll won't. get You'll get old one day. You won't. You'll slow well, up. I'm,
0: yeah, I'm already old, but yeah, no, you're not.
1: <laughs> okay, no. uh, so that's what's going on around the world of hockey. Uh, it's been a pleasure being out here at Spaghetti Shack again. I cannot wait to do one uh, just off campus on Rural and Apache when they get ready to roll up and roll. Um, Again, Paul, one last time for the trivia question for those listening in on the download.
0: Um, Who was the first uh, ASU MVP of the NCAA era?
1: And for all you people that missed your opportunity to get it tonight, you have one more chance. There's a $25 gift certificate that'll be in my briefcase when I arrive at Mullet Arena. For Friday and Saturday night, the first person that can find me and say, Hey, I want that Spaghetti Shack gift certificate, um, come and find me, and it's yours. It's that easy. Yeah. Come see some great hockey, get some great great uh, spaghetti, as Paul Hornstein likes to call it comfort food. Can't pass mm-hmm. on that. No. Nope. And um, we'll say goodnight from the Spaghetti Shack. Take it away, my friend.
0: From the Summer Skate Studios behind the masks, College Hockey West Weekly brought to you by Desert Toyota at 7150 East 22nd Street in Tucson or at DesertToyota.com. We are the Toyota dealer that Tucson counts on. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style, now at two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, and the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. For the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Jets Pizza. Go to jetspizza.com to find your fresh deal at your nearest Jets location today. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how See your local Top Golf Center or go to TopGolf.com. Caesars entertainment resorts and casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. The Spaghetti Shack, quality food quickly with locations in Tempe, Pine Top, and Queen Creek at Spaghetti Shack.com. Liberty University Hockey, education and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. M-Drive, go to mdriveformen.com to see which M-Drive formula is for you. And by College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the Ice Time Hockey West... Dot com podcasts are live every week on the podbean app and are available for download at your favorite podcast platform search subscribe rate and review help people find the show at ithsw podcasts all one word that's ithsw podcasts all one word behind the mass college hockey west weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the icetime com Network
1: very well done, my friend. We appreciate it as uh, always. All the hard work that you put into it. We appreciate the Spaghetti Shack for having us out and uh, doing a live remote here tonight. Once again, Paul, read that uh, trivia question one more time. If you want to pipe in at College Hockey W on Twitter, you can win a twenty-five dollar gift certificate. And if you find me at Mullet Arena and tell me that you heard about the show on the Spaghetti, the Spaghetti Shack on the show find me, the first person to do that Friday or Saturday, gets one right out of my backpack.
0: Nice. Very nice. Once again, who was the ASU NCAA hockey team's first team MVP?
1: Very good. Very good stuff. Okay, our thanks to Joey Palomares for uh, joining us tonight and uh, bringing us into the Spaghetti Shack. Paul, thanks for uh, all that you do. It's a big weekend. I know your uh, laptop and your Phones and your TV will all be tuned in to college hockey as it should be. And I will be right at Mullet Arena for the final time this hockey season uh, to see the Sun Devils and Long Island Sharks. Brett Riley, if you're listening, bring me one of those jerseys. I want one. I need one. (laughs) Is that a good enough plea?
0: (laughs) Why not? Got nothing to lose.
1: (laughs) All right. We'll say goodnight to Little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody.